Welcome to Entrepreneurs, uh, Badrasain here. Today's podcast is all about the struggle. Mm. So it's really important and often we know this, but we don't really maybe think about it so deeply or for so long or discuss with others. But it's what Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita, the prime yoga text, the spiritual entrepreneur in perfection. He explains that life in this world is a struggle for existence. And, you know, you can see that from all angles of visions, philosophically, from atheistic kind of people, evolutionists. It's all kind of survival of the fittest. Life is a struggle. And we may have heard before, but the default of this world is negative. When you hear from motivational speakers, success mindset, people, uh, speakers, they, uh, successful athletes, is that we know, they know, and they stress this and embrace this fact that the negative, the, the default of this world is negative. I mean, you can take that from a physiological point of view. If you're doing exercise, then if you don't keep working out, you build up, you cultivate, and you put the hard work in. If you stop exercising, your muscles will um, have what, what's called what's called atrophy. The, the muscles decannibalize, um, so to speak, and you lose all that effort. Similarly, the garden analogy is there that you, if you want a nice garden, you have to daily, regularly weed, prepare, grow, maintain. Um, if you neglect, then everything gets weeded over and everything is lost. So it's an interesting phenomena, and how? Why are we bringing this up? Because there's only a certain, there's a couple of things that responses that we can have to this, and it's really important that we get to the core belief of what is the ultimate purpose of this universe or this material existence that seems to just be a struggle. What is the purpose? Is there a purpose? And if we're kind of drifting when we haven't drifting in life and we haven't really thought deeply about, well, why is there a struggle? Now, if you have thought deeply about it and you say, well, it's just evolution, it's just a pointless struggle, but you just have to struggle anyway. And at the end, it's a meaningless universe. You're just a blip in a sea of meaninglessness. But while you're here, try to create some meaning and generate it even though it's a struggle and even though it's meaningless, let's do it anyway. It's a bit like the story of Sisyphus in the Greek mythology. He was a mortal who was cursed by the Greek gods to push this heavy stone, um, cylindrical stone up a mountain. With great effort, he would have to push this boulder all the way up the mountain to the top. And then when it got to the top, it would just roll back all the way down to the bottom again. And then it'd have to do it again and again, almost like an eternal uh, punishment. And you would say to yourself, why would he even bother trying to push it up there? What's the point in pushing a boulder up the hill if it's just going to come down again? And you'd be right. What is the point? He should just give up, right? And we see that happening with people who are getting depressed or they're just struggling to find meaning in the universe because they haven't found the true meaning and 
they see that I'm just in a grind. I'm just pushing on every day like the boulder, going to work every day, doing what I have to do every day, I have to maintain my body every day. And, and most people are doing this without any higher goal or purpose or understanding of what's it all about. And of course, unconsciously, most people have accepted the idea of Sisyphus, which is almost eternally condemned for this lifetime to constantly struggle to find happiness. And even if you get it, even if you obtain some degree of material stability and happiness, it doesn't last. And then you have to struggle to maintain it. What most people don't understand is that when you have wealth, property, fame, and I've shown that video before of famous people, they tell you once we got the fame, once we got the fortune, it never satisfied us. In fact, it was very hard to hang on to. So there's something about this world that the prime yoga text Bhagavad Gita is getting us to think about, again, since 5,000 years ago, is what is the point of this struggle? Everything's a struggle. Now, Yes, in order to be successful materially, whether you believe there's meaning to the universe or not, or an ultimate purpose or not, yes, you do. You have to come to grips and terms that you have to get up and fight. You have to have a fighting spirit. You have to get up. You have to keep going. You've got to, you know, as soon as you relinquish the struggle as something, and you want to go beyond the struggle to try to obtain something in this world, if you relinquish that struggle, then yes, you just deteriorate mentally, emotionally, and physically. And yes, that's encouraged by successful people in this world. But the smart person starts to think, really, why, why is this struggle here? Why is it so hard? Within all of us, we know we're looking for happiness. But any ordinary happiness? No. We're looking for happiness that will last, that will fill our hearts with joy. That if we get that level of happiness, we no material situation will be able to inhibit that happiness. That's what we're looking for. But we don't find that in this world. Yet we're all struggling for it. We're all struggling for permanence. We're all looking for permanence. We're all looking for a situation that will last. That is our hopes and dreams. But as we go on in life, we realize it's a struggle. And what's the struggle all worth? So it's important to take a look at the struggle and then go to the next stage. Is there a point to the struggle? If I struggle all my life and at the end, has no real meaning. Okay, I leave some tracks in the sand, but soon those sands will fade and no one will remember me. I won't be around to enjoy the fact that people, um, I have left some tracks behind. I won't be able to ever know that. In fact, I don't really exist anymore. It's a very depressing idea of existence and sense of purpose of the universe. It's what I call the negative atheistic viewpoint that doesn't make any sense when you look at it from intelligently but that's another discussion in one sense but they've told us the whole universe is empty that we came from some random 
meaningless explosion and somehow the chemistry and the chemicals are trying to find meaning in a meaningless universe and here we are being told that just on this tiny planet there is life and we don't really know if there's life elsewhere doesn't really matter anyway but anyway for now it's considered empty and really at the end of the day we just have to make some meaning here you have a responsibility according to this idea of life you have an individual responsibility according to them to find your own meaning in your own way it's not up for anyone else there's no sense of duty or responsibility for leaders or people in society to give you any real meaning anymore because hey there isn't any meaning so this might be quite a lot to think about for those who are listening really yeah as you went through life it was just find your own meaning in your own way it's your responsibility what a burden basically what they're saying is if you read between the lines is we don't know what life's really about we have no idea what the goal of life is we don't really care whether there's a goal or, or not or ultimate goal um so we're just going to uh, tell you to go and sort it out yourself we don't want any responsibilities leaders to have to give you any sense of meaning or purpose so that's how people are growing up with this kind of empty leadership with no responsibility to give you any sense of meaning or purpose other than some to find some flickering fleeting happiness as much as you can find some temporary happiness at least for a while and record it and keep those memories until you finally pass away and then it's all meaningless again so you're just a tiny blip in an eternal sense of meaninglessness is it sounding really attractive and actually sitting with you very well i'm just as stephen hawking says you're just chemical scum on a moderate sized planet this great physicist right so therefore it means you don't really have to develop any even any good character because even if you become a bad character in this life you can enjoy more than someone with good character and at the end there's nothing after after death it's just chemicals deteriorating back into the chemistry meaning no one no one's going to there's no repercussions for living a life being a horrible person so whether you're horrible or nice it doesn't really matter because it's all matter anyway try to think about this this human beings today have this idea where well no one really knows you may have a faith and a spiritual belief but that's just to get you you make the chemicals feel better on their journey towards meaninglessness give yourself some meaning whether it's spiritual or not pick and mix postmodern mixing of beliefs you can change as you go along and then you know but if you follow this philosophy through it means well you can believe horrible things too and do horrible things to other combinations of chemicals it doesn't really matter if i stick some chemicals down the toilet if i flush someone down the toilet what really matters it's just like bleach and it what's horrible anyway ultimately because there's no meaning or purpose so this is i know hard to grasp but this is what we're being fed and being pushed in the world unconsciously because we don't think about what's the deep root philosophy behind what we're being taught 
But if you go the other choice, you have another choice. <laughs> That's your choice. You either choose, you just matter. The struggle that you're experiencing right now, just keeping a good mental mind and body through a COVID situation and then having to work and go through struggles of relationship and money and finance, all that struggle is either meaningless and you have to find your own meaning, even though at the end it's all meaningless, or you've got another option. What's the other option? The other option is there is a ultimate purpose to this struggle. The struggle has a mean has meaning when it's connected. The struggle is connected to the whole purpose of material existence. It means you uh, have to at least start to begin to understand. Maybe I'm just not matter. Maybe I'm something non-material. I, I'm a I'm a I'm something spiritual. I, I have an inner essence, a part of me that is on a journey learning lessons <laughs> people say atheists actually say yes life is a learning curve it's learning lots of lessons and then you you ask these people so what's the lesson you meant to learn oh i don't know but it's all about learning a lesson and we see these persons who have no real understanding of the ultimate goal of life they will say things like well I, you'll see that they actually repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again, all the while being in the media. Yes, I found my seventh relationship, but I learned from all of them. They're all good learning lessons. <laughs> but a smart person can see, actually, you're making the same mistakes again and again. But what if we start to consider that life isn't just about chemicals bumping around for some time in a meaningless universe of eternity, trying to create meaning? Well, it doesn't really matter anyway. Maybe everything does matter. Maybe who we're becoming, maybe the type of person I'm becoming as a being, a sentient being, that determines my experience of, of this world. And not only that, that it isn't just this one life. There's a part of me that exists through all the changes of body and mind, meaning there's, there's, a, there's an essence to me that will exist when the body and mind are annihilated. And you and we've already you've been reading in Bhagavad Gita those chapter two onwards. You've already been getting the glimpse of the brilliant presentation of that understands very clearly that a child can understand that the essence, you, the self, is different from the temporary body and mind, different from psychology and biology. They start to wow, I am something non-material. There's a whole evolution, spiritual evolution that I'm going on, all based on again remember how in a meaningless universe we have all this right now in the world no overriding sense of morality or behavior it's all just out for yourself there's no real responsibility but once you understand you're non-material on a journey everything becomes responsible you are responsible for how you treat others you are responsible for how you interact with the world and you are responsible for where you're heading in your next life and beyond this is exciting, isn't it? Have you, have, you, have you already started to tune in? Wow, I, could it be true just, just that I have an adventure that I'm on and I can end this struggle? But you have to use the struggle to end the struggle for existence and real happiness. Krishna is telling you, yes, I'm giving you the formula, the scientific lifestyle formula, how this world works, how you can struggle 
for purpose and for an ultimate goal. So it makes all the struggle worthwhile. That is your choice, those who are listening, who are new to Bhagavad Gita and thinking in a spiritual entrepreneurial way. The spiritual entrepreneur isn't faith-based, as which we've covered in other podcasts. The entrepreneur knows there are rules and principles they have to follow to get success. And the spiritual entrepreneur knows the ultimate success. How to end this struggle with psychology and biology. How to actually act now, moving forward in a way that will give me the best future in this life and the best future in the next life. And actually end having to take on another temporary body of psychology and biology. Krishna's pushing you that way. Yes, you either have to struggle in this world under the grip of material nature to find some temporary little happiness for a while, right? In a meaningless universe, you can either see it that way and live that way and you can try to live like that, or you can understand that you actually have a higher purpose and goal. You have an adventure you need to go on. And you can use your material experience. You can use your temporary mind and body and situation in this life to actually struggle in the right way with the right knowledge so you can obtain real success. Just like an ordinary entrepreneur or success-minded person can see in the world that people aren't even using and understanding the laws and principles of success even to be materially happy, to obtain goals like business goals, money goals, sports goals. So, So most people are not being taught in school even to do that, to struggle for higher things. Everyone wants everything without struggles today, you see. We should be happy without struggling, right? Then when it comes to people taking up spiritual life or a a non-material goal, they don't want to struggle for that either. But the struggle is there. So bhakti yoga, the highest yoga on the yoga ladder, the peak and, and essence of all yoga teachings, is not postures. It's about ending the struggle of existence by performing a struggle for living a lifestyle with purpose and meaning to end struggles. This is exciting for me when I heard this it was like, wow, I got a struggle. So I have a choice. I either struggle for meaninglessness, pointlessness that doesn't make any sense, like Sisyphus pushing boulders up mountains, coming back down again. Maybe some of you felt like that. You're just going, working really hard and you're back where you are again. You work, you go for another relationship, back where you are again. We're doing the Sisyphus program, or you can do the spiritual entrepreneur program, the Bhakti Yoga. Struggle to end the struggle. Struggle to obtain the happiness and the fulfillment that you're looking for, which comes through having knowledge and understanding how to get real success in life. In this human form of life with advanced consciousness, we have this conversation, this podcast, to be able to listen we can understand we have a higher goal and purpose and we can get excited. So just wetting your appetite to delve more into particularly the great teachings of the greatest yogi and the master and the creator of the yoga system, Sri Krishna. So Bhagavad Gita is an amazing text, particularly reading Bhagavad Gita from those who practice the Bhagavad Gita, the version of 
AC Bhagavad Vedanta Swami Prabhupada, Bhagavad Gita as it is. There's many commentaries on the Bhagavad Gita, but none of them are of a genuine practitioner of Bhagavad Gita. So hear from someone who actually has practiced and comes in that line of teachings. So you have the two choices. You have a choice. First, acknowledge the struggle. Struggle. We struggle just to get some happiness with this temporary body and mind. That struggle, that material struggle is meaningless in a meaningless universe. Why would you? That's a choice you have. You have to accept that atheistic conclusion. You can pursue that way or you can change direction. You can say, actually, there must be a purpose to me. I'm more than that. I have more value than what these scientists and atheists have been telling me that it's just just I'm just psychology and biology there's something more to me and once you take that choice and you start to find and read teachings and read wisdom particularly from Bhagavad Gita you understand you have an amazing adventure ahead of you where you can continue the struggle but in full knowledge with and full sense of purpose and meaning for a very exciting future so two futures are ahead of you one of adventure and a future of positivity or you have a future where you struggle for some temporary fulfillment that ends in meaninglessness so you have to choose your struggle i hope that was useful i look forward to another podcast soon